This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your source to healthy living. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me today. Down syndrome is a condition which a child is born with an extra copy of their 21st chromosome, hence the other name, trisomy 21. This can cause physical and or intellectual developmental delays. Many of the delays are lifelong and they can sometimes shorten life expectancy. However, people with Down syndrome can live healthy and fulfilling lives. Recent medical advances, as well as cultural and institutional support for people with Down syndrome and their families, provide many opportunities to help overcome the challenges of this condition. Joining me today is Dominic Gentilini. He is the co-founder of Down Syndrome Foundation Canada. Thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure to be here. Thank you, Dr. Claudia. So, Dominic, every cause is a deserving cause, and Down Syndrome Foundation has made such a huge contribution to the Down Syndrome community. What I'm curious about is how and why did you co-found this, this foundation? Great question, and it's, I think it, it starts at home like everywhere else. So I have a uh, beautiful young man by the name of Joseph, who is now 18, He is uh, dual diagnosed with Down syndrome and is on the autism spectrum. When he was born, we as parents had definitely some challenges, right? They're the stereotypical pieces that a child with Down syndrome is born with, where it's either cardiovascular or heart-related issues. So it was extremely moving, as it is for any parent with a new child. Um, But as, I guess, the, the first year or two progressed, I quickly realized that there was a lack of support and services, at least to an expectation that I was comfortable with. So over the years, I've worked with uh, local associations and provincial ones and wasn't seeing the traction or the movement in really, as I call it, when the cameras and lights are off of an event or an activity, that there really wasn't the support for parents. And so myself and some others, that are very passionate about this community. And obviously we love our children, but at the same time, love everyone within the province, created and founded this, uh, our Down Syndrome Foundation. And from that are now putting into play a number of services and activities to really help bridge kind of the disconnect, be it at a community level or a government level of support and services. Our goal here is you know, to bring in funds and reallocate it to relevant current services that really help bridge that gap for parents. Let's emphasize for listeners, what is the gap? Does a child with Down syndrome attend regular school? Because these are some things that parents, people may not know. Do they attend regular school and then require additional help outside of the school system? Uh, Is that the gap you're talking about? And just extra special like programs for them to be integrated and to have and to be with like children that are just like them. Correct. So the, yes, they, like every other child, go through whether it's the uh, Catholic or public school board, some private if parents so desire. But in that classroom setting, there is the requirement of extra support. So an EA uh, would generally be assigned depending on the school board. Um, but the gap that I'm talking about is is kind of outside of that five to six year old mark where there is government support through early intervention and other services. But 
once you kind of pass that toddler kind of early age uh, age bracket, then it's up to the parent to really try and find a compatible service, a compatible activity, uh, be it sports, be it even educational items. It's more difficult to find that out there. It is available and the costs are high and there are, you know, government subsidies that come into play. But what we've found is that those dollars quickly go. And so what happens is the child goes almost in a roller coaster of six weeks on of activities and then drops for like three months. And so that inconsistency for an individual with Down syndrome is actually counterproductive. They, they do take a, a much longer time. So in, on average, it you know, may take a child three times to learn how to tie their shoes as an example. It could take up to 30 times for a child with Down syndrome. And so with that inconsistency, what happens is the learning curve takes that much longer to get there. And that's just kind of on the one side of it. The healthcare side of things as well is challenging. There are a lot of you know, follow-up appointments and tests and pieces that a parent has to go through. And so it's helping bridge that accessibility and wait times. And that's really, I think, the biggest piece that we're looking to overcome and bridge the gap in is you know, reducing or bringing accessibility to those wait times that are out there and subsidizing those services, whether it's, you know, at a physician level, at an educational level with supports, or in particular on the social side of, you know, getting them more involved, whether it's sports activities or music, which is another, you know, we all love music. Individuals with Down syndrome are like fanatics. Like they, they just, it is the the background, the backdrop to every event that they, you know, enjoy. And so for us, that's, these are key areas that kind of takes the cost out of the parent and allows them to use their funds for kind of those higher cost items. And then we're going to help out with that piece. That's incredible. And I mean, I'm a parent of two kids and it's a struggle regardless of, you know, your, your child. I can't imagine needing to have the extra help uh, with programs. And you're absolutely right. Like consistency is key. Now, when it comes to individuals with Down syndrome, what are some of the intellectual delays that uh, an individual might face? And some of the, you know, you mentioned that there might be some health and medical issues that, that a parent might have to deal with with an in- a child with Down syndrome. Each child will vary no different than any other. Uh, but the most common ones are heart and gastrointestinal kind of challenges or issues. So there, you know, it's uh, a child being born with their PDA valve open is a fairly common kind of side effect to Down syndrome. Their sensory issues, uh, as far as food is concerned, um, touch, sight. So, you know, sensitivity to a lot of those items where, you know, signing them up for a camp program is is a little challenging because there are you know extra layers or kind of sensory pieces that need to be put into play that you know are not available unless otherwise kind of you know put into play or subscribed that we that we can offer as far as you know i'll say any other issues or delays it's really the extended time to pick up something and understand it so i go back to the shoelaces and that example um, it is with every activity. 
my son right now, to be real life, is going through dental challenges. So his baby teeth are not coming out and he's 18 years old. And so we now have, you know, two layers of teeth in certain areas of his mouth. And so that requires attention, right, to surgery and and the sensory piece around it, which can be traumatic for parents at the best of times, right? In this case where, you know, our children in some cases are not uh, verbal or limited in their speech, it's up to the parent to kind of determine what kind of intensity, intensity or tolerance can they handle to something like that. And so it just adds extra anxiety to parents. And the idea here is if we can, you know, provide support and resources that are relevant, because we all know searching online has its mixed bag of, you know, validated information and, you know, shenanigans. Um, so our, our goal is to really help clear that mystique of what's going on and give real relevant information. And in a lot of cases, uh, piloting in Ontario, they'll be able to actually talk to a community provider. So be it a health professional or social service professional, we'll connect the two live and they'll be able to understand, okay, my son's going in for dental work. What does that mean? And really try to help out in taking away a lot of the guessing games. Because for parents in our community in particular, there isn't a lot of relevant information. And there, you know, in some cases, it takes a couple of years to get over that shock. As much as you love that child, get over that shock of, you know, I can't really lean on my neighbor or classmates because there's not as many that are in their vicinity or their community. So they go searching for a consistent network that can help them. And that's that's one of our many goals, but that's one of the items that the foundation is bringing into play. That's amazing. And to know that people in our community can have those resources and somebody like myself can spread that information to somebody that I might know that has a child or know somebody that has a child with Down syndrome is such it's very heartwarming and it's comforting to know that if I needed to access those resources for somebody else, I know where to send them. Now, we've talked about, you know, some of the challenges that individuals Down syndrome might face and the challenges that their parents are facing. But my experience with individuals with Down syndrome is they are a load of fun. They are always happy. They're always smiling. And aside from the things that you've described, I've never met a Down syndrome individual who is in a bad mood and who's never happy. If you were looking to uh, start a party, definitely bring someone because they are not only the life of it, but the energy, the positivity they bring to everyday experiences is yes. It, it is definitely, a, I'll call it a sign or kind of a, a positive piece to, the, to our community. And I go back to the music side of things. They love to dance. They love music. It's again, enjoying the moment and in their, you know, in their world and kind of activities, it's, it's being the best of, of themselves. And yes, it is very heartwarming. So as a parent, I'm, you know, delighted every day, wake up with vigor, you know, coffee does come in at some point, but regardless, you know, Joseph really brings a, a positive light and, really has motivated me to to kind of start this this endeavor. 
Well, I think Joseph would love a car ride with me because I listen to all music and I dance and sing like it's nobody's business. When we come back, the Bottles for Buddies initiative. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Dominic and I, the co-founder of Down Syndrome Foundation Canada, spoke of his journey with Down Syndrome uh, and his son, Joseph. He has created, he and his co-founder have created an initiative that he hopes will have a positive impact on the Down Syndrome community. I think it's an incredible initiative, and I'm pretty certain that it's going to make leaps and bounds in helping individuals who have Down Syndrome. But I'll leave all the details up to you, Dominic. So tell us, what is this Bottles for Buddies initiative that you have going on? Well, we're really excited to partner with the beer store right across Ontario. It is really twofold. One, all of those empties that come back, you have the opportunity to donate them to us. And the beer store will collect on our behalf. And at the end of this particular campaign that is running October 10th through the 15th, at 400 and some locations across Ontario, uh, you can donate your empties. The secondary piece to it is that it actually helps in the environment. So the recycling and reusing of those bottles is also synonymous with, you know, what individuals in our community looks at is really, you know, the world that's around us and respecting it. Um, So this initiative is, I think personally, a lot of fun because it, it brings everyone together it clears up the space and you're helping your neighbor. You're helping individuals that are around your community. So it could be, you know, as you mentioned, everyone knows of or has come across. The idea is that that's where those dollars are going to go to is specific initiatives um, like a helpline, um, additional resources that are validated and verified. And we're really looking at expanding services right across the province. That's amazing. Now, this Bottles for Buddies initiative is only going to run until the 15th of October. But do you have intention of uh, pursuing it even beyond that? Is it something that you will continue on for years to come? Or is it going to be like a one-time initiative? We're happy that this will be an annual event with the beer stores. There is a website as well that, you know what, for those that either don't have any empties or potentially, you know, don't have empties to return, Um, They can go to our website and donate after the fact um, at bottles4buddies.ca. We also are on social, so they can find us there as well. It's amazing. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be a huge success. It's a great opportunity to have a little fun and then donate at the same time. So you can have a beer, you know, drink safely and then donate the bottle to get to give something back to the community. And you're right. Helping the environment is one good, is a package right there. So helping somebody and helping the environment. Now, when it comes to the Down Syndrome Foundation, you know, Canada, what do you foresee the future? Um, Is it something that you want to expand and have more initiatives? Are you looking to partner up with other places and other businesses and other companies to see if you can get further funding? And is there 
a annual gala? Because I know a lot of fundraisers have an annual gala. Our relationships are twofold. We are definitely looking to first and foremost work with a lot of the community-based organizations uh, right across Canada. And the idea here is to bring one consolidated voice. There's great initiatives that are in different provinces. So the idea here is to kind of consolidate them in, get that one strong voice, and then approach both businesses from a fundraising standpoint to help support. But in particular, the respective provincial and federal governments to help make change and advocate on behalf of this community that has not had a strong voice, unfortunately. And it's stand, you know, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the oil. In this case, it's really just bringing awareness to those, those different governing bodies and utilizing the resources that are already there. So there are plenty of programs that are in place. It's just not accessible or not easily accessible for our community. And that's one of our goals. As far as uh, events are concerned, yes, we are definitely looking at putting a, a gala in play for 2024. And in that, we're looking to bring a, a wide variety of individuals from across the country. And we're still to determine where it is, but it may more than likely will end up in Ontario. That's amazing. And you'll definitely have to include music at the gala for sure. <laughs> oh, it, it's probably more important than food, to be honest. Yes, because yeah, you want that you want the individuals to with Down syndrome to come to the party and you know just have a good time. So I think that would be a selling feature. Do individuals with Down syndrome make improvements in their symptoms and some of the things that they're, the, some of the challenges they're faced with? And does it and or do they worsen with age and maturity? The piece around like the shoelaces again, right, is that once they've learned something, whether it's a skill, whether it's, uh, you know, information, they are like a bolt. They do not forget it. So their improvement is definitely there in the skill sets. And it could be from, you know, day to day living to, you know, educational items. I mean, we have individuals that go to college. We have those that are bodybuilders, we, you know, fashion models. So it's, it's not that they're limited by any, any uh, sort of their disability. The world is really their oyster. The key to it is the support along the way and the consistency of that support. It's like training any other athlete or professional. As age progresses, the life expectancy of, of an individual with Down syndrome, which is always difficult to kind of talk about, um, but there has been significant advancements over the last 20 years. So previously their life expectancy was in, in and around 40 years old. Today we're, we're seeing individuals that, you know, definitely there are those that are even older, but on average uh, live till 60. And it's because of the changes to not only technology and advancements in, in medical, but it's the organizations like ourselves and others that advocate for their voice, right? And ensure that these steps along the way are put into play so that they have that consistency moving forward. Um, so yeah, we're delighted on, you know, the opportunities that, you know, my son and others that, that will have out there. There are challenges like any other community, right? Housing is an issue. Um, healthcare is an issue as, as time progresses. 
but they're, you know, really no different than any other child where they may have, you know, symptoms of um, Alzheimer's and other things that come into play. Um, but it, again, we make the best of that life as we, as me and you and any other does, right? Is we take care of ourselves, we enjoy the moment for what it is and make it a memorable one. And I'm, and, and that makes the most sense. And I'm very curious about your son. Um, he sounds like he's probably a lot of fun and he's 18. So he's like teenager slash man. Tell me a little bit about him. Is he aware? Does he understand what the foundation you've created is about? Is he involved in it? Is he impressed with this initiative? Uh, let's talk a little bit about him because he sounds fascinating. I think he's aware that there's, you know, fun things going on. He, I got him a shirt like what I'm wearing as well. And he loves being in crowds and, you know, kind of the environment around it. For example, one of the initiatives that we have and will continue to expand across the country is called Camp 321. And so it is a camp for families with individuals with Down syndrome, but the entire family comes. And so we have two locations as of right now, one in the Coorthas, the other one that was in New Brunswick, and we're looking to expand out west and the goal is to have one in every province to make it accessible for families. So he's come out to both of the camps. This year, we went out to New Brunswick, which was the inaugural year out there. It was just a delight to see how all of them interacted with each other. And so there is a similarity, right? We, you know, we're Italian and we like to hang out with Italians first and foremost. We, look, you know, we talk to everyone, but there's some consistency or some like some familiarity between each other. And it's, I think it's those type of events where my son really enjoyed it and had a great time and built friendships with someone that realistically, because we're based in Ontario, would not be in New Brunswick. So it was, it was such a great event there. You know, the other thing that he thoroughly enjoys is we have a, an electric tandem bike. We cruise around probably a little bit faster than we should, but that's part of the fun. And you will hear him chanting and singing in the background. We have a wireless speaker that's connected to his handlebars. And he is, as any other one, enjoying the day and enjoying the ride at 30 kilometers an hour. Well, then he sounds like a typical teenager because I have a boy who's 17 and would totally love to be on that tandem bike and just listening to music. Hopefully my 80s music and not his like, you know, his type of music, but it sounds like he's a lot of fun. And I'm so thrilled for him that you have created an initiative that is going to help him and his friends and children, you know, in the future who are going to, you know, be faced with these challenges. It's not easy. And we all need to put ourselves, you know, we all need to get ourselves out there and make a difference. It's not just for the today. It is for the future. And I think if, if anything, the experience that our board has is to really help pioneer new parents that are coming through, giving them the accessibility to understand what information and quickly find a network that is there to support each other and make friends. It's heartwarming. And at the same time, you know what, it's about bringing together a positive message of everyone that's out there, right? And keep in mind, we are not... You know, it's not exclusive to the Down syndrome community. Again, as I mentioned, my son is dual diagnosed. So it's the services that are provided. We're not going to turn anyone away. So if there is someone within the autism spectrum, as an example, which is very similar or 
There's similarities of children with Down syndrome that have both. The, the resources are going to be available. This is not a proprietary piece by any stretch. And I think that's what I like. That's what I love and respect a lot about, you know, your initiative um, is that you're creating a community. You're making friends. You're allowing people to feel comfortable with, you know, having friends that are dealing with the same challenges so you don't feel alone because i think that's just human nature is not to want to be alone while you're going through something you can learn from each other and i think the bottles for buddies initiative i think is an amazing idea if you have one last piece of advice to give another parent who has a child with down syndrome what would that be enjoy that child they have unbeknownst to you probably if it's just been born will change your life positively forever and your family around you and the community at large. That happiness, the pure kind of innocence of, you know, making every moment count is a blessing in disguise. And you are truly blessed to, to have that child. You know what? I couldn't agree with you more. And like I said, I have yet to meet an individual with Down syndrome who is unhappy they're smiling, they're happy, they're singing, they're just joyous. And I think that that community is blessed to have, uh, you know, a trailblazer like yourself. I can't thank you enough for being on the show, but we have to make sure the listeners know where to find you, how to donate, how to get involved in the Bodies for Bottles for Buddies initiative, and to uh, be involved in your uh, foundation throughout the entire year. So go for it. Let us know where we can find you. The Bottles for Buddies initiative you can uh, search online for at www.bottles, plural, the number four, buddies.ca. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for bottles and then F-O-R, buddies, and you'll find us. The foundation is, um, our web address is downsyndromefoundation.ca. We will be launching in November a family facing website as well. And it's that one's the easiest name out of all of it. It's going to be downsyndrome.ca. Only for you, I'll just put a little secret out there is that there will also be an app and it will be the first of its kind in the world that will actually provide and connect families to all of those resources that we talked about and give them a prompt information of activities, events, and perks and pieces that are, you know, donating, uh, donating uh, companies help out with or resources that are at a government level. But again, that's just for you and your listeners to, to be aware of. It's a, it's a little Christmas present that we're bringing out. So stay tuned. That's amazing. So the secret's out. Stay tuned for the app and stay tuned in November. Um, that's amazing. I think, can't thank you enough. You can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or my website, ClaudiaMachiella.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. And I hope this helps you live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you. 